Welcome, friends, and thank you for being here again today. This week, we continue our journey of Advent. Week two is peace. So peace, like last week's hope, peace is a word that we think that we already know what it means. But does our view of peace match what Advent refers to as peace? Let's find out. The holidays are stressful, and this time and this year is extra special, uh, extra stressful for me. Um, and even before the holidays, um, my my stress level had been a little high, and as a result, my eczema flared up worse than it's been, and I can't even tell you how many years. Um, my skin felt like it was on fire all the time. It was a mix of hives as well. I felt miserable, uncomfortable. I was in pain and it itched like all the time. Then my lovely little baby puppy, which she's not really a baby anymore. She's two and she's not little by any means, but she thinks she's little. She ate my tube of medication. And that's the tube that I use to kind of stop the itchiness and the pain sometimes. She's fine, by the way. I did have her checked out. She was, there was no issue there. But I didn't have time to go back to the doctor. So I tried the Plexus body cream. And when I tell you I'm shocked by the results, I was shocked by the results. I used it twice a day initially and eventually cut back to once per day until it was all healed. And it worked. I've used Plexus products for years and had no idea how much this would help. The body cream was originally designed to help cancer patients going through radiation. When my mom went through her radiation, we used it on her and it helped so much with the burning and the pain. So if you have skin problems, try the Plexus body cream as part of your daily routine to help heal your skin. Go to JB, like J and B and boy, plexus.us. Or if you're having trouble with that site, you can go to my site, which is the words, my site, M-Y-S-I-T-E dot plexusworldwide.com backslash Julie Blake. And try it out for yourself. I'm not kidding. It's amazing. Um, so yeah. Okay, Merry Christmas. The excitement, chaos, and the stress grows as we are into the second week of December. So what better way to dive into this week than to talk about peace? And I, I really needed to do some research on some peace lately. How about you? Um, I went back to Christianity.com and Hope Bollinger's article about peace to research it. And she states that, did you know that peace is mentioned like over 200 times in the Bible? I didn't know that. Um, and as we said last week in Isaiah 9-6, it states that for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be, call, be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and, yes, the big one, say it with me, people, Prince of Peace. So think about it. The angels appeared to the shepherds in Luke 2.14. And what did they say? Those of you who know the Bible, you know where I'm going with this. It says, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those whom his favor rests. So the word peace, um, you know, was like the day, the day Christ was born. We're talking about like, you know, the shepherds were saying, hey, there's, there's the Prince of Peace. Hey, he's going to bring peace to the world. So peace is not only like 
what you think it means, which we're going to go into in a minute. But it's also like associated with Christ. So I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. It's almost like he is peace, you know. So I really like that. I thought that was something interesting that I learned. <clears throat> so the dictionary states that the word peace is a state of tranquility or quiet, which we all know what that means, you know. All of us moms have our, our peaceful place that we disappear to when we need to, right? Um, it's also a freedom from civil disturbance. So we talk about, like, peace with, you know, at the end of war or, as, you know, as, as opposed to war. <laughs> a state of security or order with a community provided for a law or custom. So sometimes the police officers are referred to as peace officers. They're trying to keep the peace. And freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. So, you know, in other countries or even here, sometimes there's oppressive thoughts and stuff. And some people can have peace from those as well. It also says there's harmony in personal relationships, a, a pact or an agreement to end hostilities to those who have been at war, which we sort of cover. So what does peace mean to you? To me, I don't think I ever really thought about it, but I sort of associate it with a time. Um, I, I'm not like a cow gone, take me away. You know, some of you will get that and some of you won't. But like, I'm not like a get into the bath and relax kind of person. That's not relaxing to me. But, although if I had a, uh, what do you call those? Oh, those uh, walk-in tubs. That might be something I could get around for being peaceful in. But that's not what I associate peace with. Peace to me is a sort of, is, is associated with the time that I went to Colorado. Um, so right after my mom just died, a friend of the family offered their condo in Keystone, Colorado for um, my family and I to get away after all that. And, and we had been through a lot in those couple of years with my mom and we hadn't really had a chance to get away um and so we did we went to Keystone Colorado and I had never been to Colorado before and it was as beautiful as everyone said it was um <laughs> I was so astounded by how pretty it was now I love snow we went in August so I didn't get to see any snow um there i would love to go back when it looks like a hallmark movie like breckenridge probably totally looks like a hallmark movie in in the winter but um and of course you know i love my horror movies so you know the shining i would love to go to um um lincoln uh estes park and see that area as well but the the just the scenery and how beautiful it was it was just like as everyone described it is truly beautiful there um, so we had like the kind of back porch and my family sleeps in and I get up early and it was, you know, it was August. So I was thinking it was going to be, you know, hot, but it was actually very cool and tranquil in the morning. So I would have like hot tea and sit on the porch and just sort of bask and, and the creation that God had made and, and just look at them, <laughs> just look at the mountains and, and the wildlife running around and, that is what I associate with peace right there. Okay, so that that's my peaceful thoughts. 
Um, there was no work. There was no stress. There was no phone calls. There was no house to clean. There was no laundry to do. It was just me being there and enjoying life. So thank you again to these friends who offered that because that was really one of the greatest experiences of my life. Um, so according to, let's see, where are we? According to BibleStudyTools.com and an article by G. Connor Thatler, I'm sorry, Salter. The Hebrews word for peace is shalom. Now we all we all are familiar with that word. And in the Old Testament, the inner state of peace comes from trusting God, which comes out of Isaiah twenty six three. The Old T- Testament also talks about Israel having peace with God with a covenant. So like with a, like a stipulation. Um, God promise provides peace and protection as long as they follow God. When the nation strays away from following God, he withdraws his peace. So, it it is an inner state of peace. So, it's kind of like the same thing. So, you, you get an inner state of peace of trusting God if you follow God. But if you stray away from following God, he withdraws his peace. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have peace to follow God and I'm not saying that God's always going to take it away that God takes peace away from you because that's not what I'm saying you can't have peace if you're not trusting God so God if you take if you stop trusting God then worry takes over stress takes over um and it's like you do it to yourself so you lose your peace God's not actually taking it away from you. So I, I, I've had to really like get into that mind frame because I have been so stressed out lately that I have to remember that I cannot get so wrapped up in, in like what's going on around me and the stress and things and I have to really focus that God's giving me my peace and, and that's what I need, right? Um, in the New Testament, it reflects that Jesus Christ died uh for us and he made peace between us and god and that's in first john 2 2 so when we confess and believe romans 10 9 10 you know thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus that god raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved so yeah i i grew up with the king james version everything that we memorized um and my church growing up was all king james version so yes i still use the vows because that that's the way it's ingrained in my head sorry about that um so our sins are paid for and then we gain eternal life which is again john three sixteen, which we talked about last week too so again we have faith that jesus died for us we trust god and god gives us peace so it's again your sort of whole like reciprocal sort of relationship we have with god in micah 5 5 it states that and he will be our peace so we must believe and live in peace because peace has already been here and died for us Again, like we said at the beginning, Jesus Christ is associated with the word peace. He is the peace that came here. He is the one that died for us. So we, even though we're sinners, even though we're going to screw up, even though, you know what? We do mess up all the time. I know I do. We mess up. The peace is still there because God is still with us and he loves us, right? And then also in Romans 5.1 states that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we go through Jesus to get to God. You know, he said, you know, those 
you know, you cannot get to the Father except through me. So you we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, kind of thing, because we go through Christ to get to God. Um, I feel like peace is also an active word. So we make peace as we wait for Jesus to come back. So this makes me feel like it's a combination between the Old Testament and the New Testament that states peace is coming from trusting God and the New Testament states that we actively make peace. So we actively, what that means is, is that we had to actively seek God to, in order to seek peace. So he's the one that gives us the peace. So it's an active word in the sense that we had to actively seek God and he gives us peace. Um, <laughs> excuse me, I apologize. Um, so we actively make peace by trusting God and believing in Christ's return. So how do we do that? We make time for God, right? We make time for God. I try to do that. I, I'm not good at it um, because my schedule is super tight. But that's not an excuse. I do watch Joyce Meyer every day. But I've actually enjoyed, because of this podcast, I've had to do some actual like research. Like I didn't know there were so many um, interpretations of the Bibles and translations, I guess, of the Bible that say, you know, the same thing, but in different ways. And uh, Joyce Meyer has always said what, like, what version she's using when she talks. And I find that interesting. And, you know, like I said, I grew up with the King James Version, but I sort of transferred to the NIV as a version that I like really well because it kind of talks a little more plainly. The Amplified Bible, I think, does the same thing, but I have not researched that one as much. I also get the Bible that is the Joyce Meyer Bible. Bible. I think Max Licato has one too, where it explains things as you're reading it. It's like in the Bible part. So like they help you kind of understand what you're being read as you're going through, which I think is a good study Bible to have. Sorry, I think I digressed off there, so yeah. Anyway, like I said before, we actively make peace by trusting God and believing Christ's return. So how do we do that, right? That's what I said. We must make time for God, grow with God, and learn things we didn't know. We can also help others during this crazy time of year. So right now, I'm not only teaching myself, I'm trying to help others, hopefully, through the, you know, those of you that do listen out there, you know, to really understand what this time of year is about. And it's super exciting and it's fun to me. And so I'm enjoying it. So I hope you are too. And according to the todaydevotional.com by Robin Baslin in 2018, states that peace slash shalom is mentioned over 250 times in the Old Testament. The word shalom includes peace in the sense that it is an absence of of war or conflict, but it also includes peace as wholeness and well-being. So, like, peace makes you whole and is a part of your well-being. So, she goes on to say that it's a return to God's original creation before it was marred by humanity's sin. So, we gotta get back to the way Christ was, I mean, peace was when God originated it. This is a constant reminder for me as I, I internal, I, 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 I have stress. I, I really internalize stress all the time. Um, and I have been really stressed about how many gifts I'm going to get 
for for other people. I can't afford to get them for all the people I wanted to. Am I the boy's gonna have enough? Is it a competition between me and other people? Um, and because I cannot afford as much this year, things are expensive. The economy is weird, and you know my husband had to take a pay cut, and you know I don't really get raises. So there's a lot. There's a lot there. So. I have to be reminded that I need to actively seek peace with God and realize that getting closer to God and absolutely loving my family with all I have 365 days a year is the best gift I can give to my family and to myself. So Advent has provided me with a with great timing of learning to pursue peace in my life. As I continued into my peace, I had um a different sort of light on it. Um, I went to Joyce Myers and I discovered that she had some other ideas for peace as well. So in Ephesians 2.14, it says, His, He is our peace and bonded unity, and who made both group into one body and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. So I... I, I I pulled this out as an extra thing because I was kind of wrap it up earlier, but there's a movie that's come out that is very much a dividing, a divisive movie um, based on some of the things that are said. And I don't understand that. The world is so divided more than I've ever seen it in my whole life. And I would, I would like for, for people to get back to be less divisive. I, I have friends that don't agree with me on my political side. They don't agree with me on my, my my faith side. But they're still my friends. And we still get along. And we still do things. So I don't understand that if you don't agree with me, then you can't like me. Kind of life that people have led now. So I think, and I think God is, is our peace for that. He tried to break down the barrier between the Jews and the Gentiles. So there would be no dividing wall there. And he succeeded. So I think that eventually we can get back to where we need to be. Psalm 85.8 also says that I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people and his faithful servants, but do not let them return to folly, which is sin. So we're always going to return to folly. We always are going to sin because that is our nature, but God forgives us and we can always turn to him and grow more with him. And we strive to be the people he wants us to be. And that gives us peace. So as the Christmas special gets closer and closer, take some time to find peace. Find God's peace. Don't forget to light your candle. Send me some pics of your Advent and share your thoughts with me. Please go to our Make an Adjustment page, Facebook page or Instagram page. <laughs> And be sure to like and follow while you're there. Also, you can always email me and send me pics to makeanadjustment at gmail.com. Merry Christmas, everyone. And I will see you next week when we will talk about joy.